On today's episode of The Incredibly Awful Truth, we have filmmaker and digital community leader, Sam Rodriguez. Sam, over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic, helped found a collective of creatives ranging from filmmakers all the way to clay artists. The collective uses different social media platforms to connect artists and to give a voice to those who may not have been heard otherwise. Her story and how the collective is moving forward is coming up. DP or are you working as like an AC? What are you doing? No, so I'm not a DP. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big job. I haven't made that leap yet, but I do usually work as a camera assistant um, and a camera operator. I cool. do that freelance sometimes or just helping out friends and stuff. I really enjoy working within the camera department. Very cool. And as far as producing goes, that, uh, um, how did that kind of get started for you? Like, did you, like once you got out of college, you were like, Oh, I want to start going down this path or did it just start kind of coming to you? Um, honestly, I feel like it just, it fell into my lap. Um, mm. because I had worked, I, in, while I was in school, I also worked a lot as an assistant director. So I feel like mm-hmm. I kind of built my reputation of like being organized and like detail oriented. Mm-hmm in school and that's kind of what people knew me for maybe mm, detail oriented um, that's how i knew you that was that was the start yeah. that's, that's how you i remember of, you sam. Sam, you think of sam yeah she <laughs> has things under control spreadsheets um, sam yeah that's sam yeah. she's organized um yes. i don't know and so i guess that i don't know is that true is that how people saw me maybe no i don't know i i was <laughs> I was I always knew you as somebody who was very um uh forward with with creating a game plan for a film. That was like the first thing. Mm-hmm. I remember um we sat down uh in a Taco Bell one time when I was trying to like produce something small for me and yeah. um I just remember like you guys asking me questions that I had never thought of before on really? like yeah, I mean like ever. I mean like when you guys asked me so what's your budget? I was like excuse me like like i was like please get the nacho fries over here because i'm about to shit my pants um that's what was uh happening and um i don't know i just remember you always i don't i never viewed you as like oh sam spreadsheets but i always viewed you as somebody who had a very good understanding of how to put something together and that Mm -hmm. kind of takes me into like my first question of like getting more into eccentric artists this Mm -hmm. to me is the one of the coolest uh aspects or or ventures that i've seen on social media um especially from our group of of people online Mm -hmm. and to see how you guys have kind of started this so how did this collective start like how did this kind of get going on social media platforms um so eccentric artists comes with very humble beginnings um i think it was i think um i was in a meeting for uh, Crave, which is a feature documentary, producer on, uh, and so I think after one of our Crave meetings, I was talking to Jem and Tiffany, I think, and Nadine. Mm-hmm. I think Nadine was there. Um, and we were just talking after our meeting because mm-hmm. uh, we we've been working on Crave for a few years, and we kind of yeah. got knocked off track because of the pandemic. So we were, this was last year sometime, probably in like 
March or April of last year, 2020. And we had finished our meeting and we had just decided to like push everything back because we don't really know what's going on in the world and like right. want to be safe and you know all that jazz um mm -hmm. so we were just kind of sitting there after this meeting and i was like i asked them i was like can i ask you guys a personal question because up until then i had only like had professional relationships i think like with right. my friends um and i asked them i was like do you guys ever feel like lonely or like are you like are you questioning your career path and like do you mm -hmm. like do you know what you're doing right now just in general right and i think it was a very clear like consensus from everyone they were like no i have no idea what's going on right now i don't know what i'm doing i feel lonely all the time like Wow. I want to be creative, but I don't know how. And it was just like a really hard time for everyone. And I think we all bonded over that. And we had decided that like, because all of us have uh, graduated. And I think mm -hmm. we all had missed that like camaraderie that comes with going to yeah. school. And so we were like, okay, like maybe we should start something so that we can talk to other like artists and other people that maybe feel the same way, like feel lonely also in like their craft um and maybe we can like build a community out of it i think that's really where it stemmed from right because I, I i totally understand where you're coming from with building that you know when you're going to school and especially within film because i mean each each endeavor that uh people go on as a crew is like going to war and back like you know <laughs> yeah like exactly. really you really gain like you understand how people work, you understand their small, you know, little uh, idiosyncrasies of how they are, and you begin to love them for that. Mm -hmm. And um, that uh, you lose that. And I feel like there's a lot of once you graduate, but I mean, mm -hmm. people kind of lost it, you know, uh, in a major way from the pandemic. Um, yes. And the fact that you guys kind of got this together, I think is really cool. So what was the what was the the goal? of this collective like when you guys like said okay we feel this way we feel lonely we don't like we want to build this community again um yet not have to like okay we, we're all going to make a movie together we just want to mm -hmm. create avenues for people to talk but what was like the goal when you guys decided that hey we want to do this i think i think honestly the goal and even the goal that we have in mind now is to connect with people like to connect with people on a personal level um because like sometimes film is definitely a job and it yeah. feels like a job but i feel like we can build a community together where we can really connect with other people on a personal level and like understand each other on a personal level and it's not just about making money or like making right things for the notoriety or whatever but like i think we should be making like art that makes ourselves happy and like i i want to genuinely like support everyone that is in the pursuit of happiness i guess yeah uh, that sounds cheesy <laughs> no 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 it's not cheesy at all i uh i i completely agree with you that people um have an opportunity to build communities on social platforms um that are built to get people's voices out there 
would you mm-hmm. could you speak more on the opportunities that are out there for voices that may not have been like heard before like is there anything that you kind of that comes to mind for you um well specifically like okay mm-hmm. so this wasn't on purpose but when we started eccentric artists um i honestly just asked the most capable people that i knew in my life and those all happen to be uh, women of color mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting because i the other board members jem nadine veronica and tiffany like i trust them with my life mm-hmm. um, and they are some of the hardest working people i know the most dedicated people i know to their craft and like to each other also um right and i think since we all five of us as board members are women of color i think it's really important for us to always keep in mind like being inclusive and the importance of diversity because like i think it can be hard especially when you're still in film school it can be hard to like find your own voice and to be confident in being yourself but I think that's like everyone's greatest strength is to be themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Especially as an artist. Yeah, especially as an artist, because like right. every time, I don't know, I think like every time you express yourself as an artist, like you're being so brave and that it's mm-hmm. like a the brave notion and people like respect that people ex- respect other people being brave. And I think sometimes being a minority like being a woman or being of a racial minority or being lgbt like Mm -hmm. it can feel like your voice doesn't matter because it's not a part of the majority but i think like with eccentric artists the minority has become the majority and like i want to hear everyone's voice like everyone has a unique perspective and i think that's what we keep in mind all the time we just want to make a space where it's okay to be yourself no matter what your background is no matter who you are how much experience you have like you have a safe place to express yourself right and and to hear those stories too i mean that's another thing that's crucial is that being able to understand different perspectives um, through the lens of art and through the lens, I mean, specifically of filmmaking, um, mm-hmm. to understand, um, you know, somebody that is a part of a minority group or is a part of a, you know, within the LGBTQ uh, community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the biggest thing that, once again, I saw on the platform was this um, uh, this ability to showcase those uh, that perspective on um, within uh, social media. Um, and through the, the artist landscape, um, do you feel like this is? Um, do you feel like this is a problem in Hollywood? Do you think? I mean, not just. I mean, in Hollywood, obviously in Hollywood, but I mean, even within like uh, film schools or you know uh, the independent film community, do you feel like mm-hmm. there's not enough representation, or do you feel like there's uh, there's still uh, room for growth in it? think there's absolutely always room for growth um Mm -hmm. i can only speak for like my experience while going through film school and i think they started 
implementing diversity, but it was not quite there yet. And mm-hmm. um, like me and Jim and Tiffany were some of the last of the eccentric artist board members to graduate. So I feel like mm-hmm. we had pretty similar experiences. So while we were in school, I feel like we were just touching the tip of the iceberg of what diversity could mean within the film program. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how it is now. I haven't. Yeah. I honestly haven't been back to campus in like <laughs> years. <laughs> Me um, either. And I'm still in school, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, I can't even yeah. imagine how it's just learning is. Um, oh, my sim- my dearest sympathies to all of you still in school. Thank you. My soul crawls out of my body every time I log into web campus. So it's, uh, it's, it's okay though. We're getting through it. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think there's always room for growth and that goes for Hollywood as well. Um, you know, like the Oscars, the Academy are still, it feels like every year we have the Oscars, we get the hashtag like Oscars so white and like, right. Right. You know, it, I feel like, there's baby steps being made but like when okay so like when bong joon ho won best picture at the oscars mm-hmm. last year it was honestly the most hopeful i have felt in like yeah. my whole life it, it made me yeah. feel like anything is possible like if if an international filmmaker can win best picture in an american awards yeah so like then anything is possible and i really felt so hopeful yeah Um, i i agree with you on that it felt like there was finally um like a global community in film you know because we mm -hmm. kind of you know we we take these classes in film school of like okay here's um british film or here's a film from south america or here you know we kind of like we already like kind of build these walls and it's good i'm not saying that it's you know it's bad to you know have a class on that it's not the end of the world but the way that it's phrased it's like well here's these movies from these specific areas and it's all going to be about this what about a global perspective and how they all influence each other you know that's that's to me is a little bit more interesting and i i agree with you that in that moment um with uh, parasite basically sweeping mm-hmm. the oscars it finally felt like there was a uh, a collective a collective moment for um filmmakers all around the globe so i completely agree with you i think that that was a a major point yeah i really feel like that was a huge step for everything but also everything feels the same still so i don't really know what right. to tell you yeah <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where we go now, you know, mm-hmm. uh, being able to come out of the pandemic and see what, um, I, I, I don't want to say that it's gotten easier to create films, but well, obviously not because there's, you know, it's hard to even get on a set with people, but mm-hmm. I feel like the organization of film will be a lot easier, uh, to do moving forward considering that people are going to start you know um organizing more online or like what you guys are doing by creating collectives that get more independent filmmakers and just artists in general together to uh showcase their art so to me um i think that we're kind of going into a new kind of i don't want to say it's a renaissance but i think that there's going to be a lot more um of an appreciation for the organization of film or the organization of how uh, producing uh, happens for films. And I think that Mm -hmm. it'll be a little bit easier for people to get their perspectives out there, especially for minority groups. But uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that being a thing. Yeah, I think so. I think 
po- maybe post pandemic if we ever get there. Um, yeah, if it's ever a I thing. Feel like people, <laughs> people, <laughs> yeah, if we ever get there. But I yeah. feel like people will be more inclined to express themselves then because of all of this time feeling repressed, I guess. Definitely. So with um, eccentric artists, what exactly can we talk a little bit more about what you and and all the other uh, board members do in order to keep this going? Like, what do you what do you guys specifically do on these pages uh, to keep the, mm-hmm. the community together? Um. So as I mentioned, the board members are the hardest working people I know in my entire life (laughs) and they they're the board is what keeps eccentric artists going um and like i know maybe it some sometimes feels like we post all the time you know like every day and it might feel overwhelming but like that's because people are like hard at work (laughs) yeah you have to yeah um and like i'm sorry if it's annoying sometimes but (laughs) um (laughs) you know, I just, I, we don't want people to like forget about us yeah. um, because object permanence is so hard, especially mm-hmm. in like a social media climate. Like it's oh, so yeah. hard to keep people's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but the board members themselves, like we all have so many jobs. Everyone wears so many different hats and I appreciate every single one of the board members. Like Nadine runs our Instagram, which looks freaking great. That's professional like professional grade. Yeah, that's where we get like most of our interaction is through Instagram. Um, Tiffany and Jem like edit all of our videos, like all the videos you see on Instagram and YouTube, like they're the ones that edit them together. They're amazing editors. Um, Veronica, um, with eccentric artists, we do featured artists. Um most months uh and Mm -hmm. so the thing with featured artists is that we're trying to expand our community we're trying to like we know the reach that we have with some people Mm -hmm. and we're trying to introduce new people to that community you know so try to spotlight um different featured artists to expand our horizons veronica talks to all of our featured artists um you know gem runs our facebook they're just they're all super talented super dedicated women and i owe them my life honestly (laughs) that's awesome yeah i i mean it's it's amazing to see the amount of of effort i'm looking at the instagram right now and (laughs) i'm like it's i mean the color coordination is perfect it looks Mm -hmm. like a scrapbook of just love and just happiness for being artists and i mean you really can't ask for anything more especially for being uh welcomed into a community i think that's mm-hmm. i think that's the um the most uh admirable thing of of this uh platform and what you guys are doing on on instagram and on facebook is that it, you you all make it very um welcoming to people wanting to join you know and mm-hmm. to be a part of it it's not this um oh here's where we're at here's where you guys are at you know this this (laughs) diversive feeling that i think sometimes is kind of innate in our business i feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. you you tend to get into these weird uh circles of of competition and uh harsh emotions towards people and animosity gets thrown in there and i've never seen a social media platform being used 
for welcoming was it was that a part of it like as far as like the color design or or the way that it's it's been created do you guys have meetings about being more welcoming um just by uh, what you guys post yeah absolutely um we have like <laughs> honestly we have like weekly meetings uh that end mm -hmm. up turning into like hour-long facetimes of us just like chilling together and like yeah. working but like just on facetime yeah um, and i feel like our we're trying to like translate our genuine friendship and support for each other to other people in our community because i feel like everyone deserves that everyone deserves to have friends that are genuinely like looking out for them because i feel like a lot of the time in within the film community it can feel suffocating like it can feel like yeah. everyone against you a lot of the time yeah. And it make that that makes for a really harsh creative environment. It makes it really hard to stay creative when you feel like everyone is against you and like rooting for your failure. So yeah. we really wanted to create like this community where we're all genuinely looking out for each other. You know, like we genuinely want the best for everyone. We want everyone to feel like they can express themselves and just be themselves because a lot of the time with like film and sets and like short films and stuff, it can feel like clicks almost like you, you work with the same people, you refuse to work with other people. And like, it just, it gets so exhausting to keep up with the social politics. And so like, we really just wanted to get rid of all of that stuff. You know, we're all artists, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're all trying to, succeed at this thing Make it. you know and and we all i feel like we all deserve the support in the pursuit of this art like yeah it's already yeah. it's already hard enough to make yeah, that, i feel like we don't need to be against each other you know right. yeah no absolutely and i think another thing that's really interesting from that standpoint is that we are currently living in a time where we have access to technology that i mean people literally 40 years ago didn't have you know i mean you can actually go on you know uh with a, a small setup at your home or you know uh say you spend and i get it this isn't this isn't a lot of money to to you know to people out there i mean you, you spend five grand to make a, an independent film or you mm -hmm. make you know you spend 10 grand on an independent film but i mean it's very easy it's i shouldn't say it's easy but it's very accessible now to mm -hmm. create something that's amazing based off of the technology that's actually available to us and you don't even have to own it you can rent a camera you can you know go and, and edit it in a you know whether you go to a university that you can edit it at or maybe you can freelance it at a certain point there's a lot of different accessibility and i think it just hurts our chances of success if we're all just pinned up against each other in this weird um uh social climate does that kind of make sense yeah yeah i i think so like i feel like um sometimes in film school i feel like the goal is to pit us against each other yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's a really hard thing and i feel like like the couple years that i've been graduated and out of the film program i've been learning that like i'm not in competition with my peers like i shouldn't feel like i'm always competing with these other people that should be my collaborators you know these are right. these people that i that we rely on that we work 
together that we rely on, you know, and right. I shouldn't have to feel like I'm always competing with these people because I feel like we're sold this like facade that there's only so much room at the table, you know, there's right. only so many chairs at the table and mm-hmm. only so many of you are going to make it, whatever that means. Um, but honestly, like, I want to tell people to just bring your own chair, bring your own chair to the table because mm-hmm. it's like the table, the table isn't real. <laughs> this metaphor doesn't make any sense. Yes. Like, like, there's no one stopping you from creating what you want except yourself. I mean, right. maybe that's not true. I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, I'm no. Really- no 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 no. i no i agree i agree with you i mean sometimes you have to um you have to bring down the walls of of whatever social climate you're in and i mean some some walls are out there that you can't take down but Mm -hmm. to find a community of people that help you bring down those walls um is kind of the ultimate power and that's Mm -hmm. what eccentric artists is kind of like about to me is that it, it it not only lets you bring the your own chair to the table but it also helps you bring down those walls so you know you can actually like see past them you know you can actually like build a future with people that want to see you succeed and you want to see other people succeed and i mean i don't know if this is because of a i mean i have like my own theories on like if this is because we're entering like a a sharing economy and how people believe in in you know the in social capital and what people believe in other people and what that brings out of their their own perspective but I feel like this is a this is a positive thing going forward for the film community and and for, I mean the you know just the artist community in general. Um, but so so moving forward, mm-hmm. now we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. Everything. I hope I hope I hope you're ready for this. Get get Alfie on the get Alfie on the phone. We're doing this. Okay, Alfie. Uh, Alfie, honey, darling, we're doing this. Um, so. For yourself, because this podcast is about eccentric artists and talking about, you know, what it's doing for communities. But now we're going to talk about yourself, Sam, and okay. kind of getting into your life after college. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like getting away from the uh, the, <laughs> the the war uh, camaraderie of of being in the film department and then coming out and then being by yourself? And really, in this this new pandemic climate that's out there, uh, did you find any new paths after college within your art? Did you find any? Were there any like moments that you felt like, hey, this is leading me to this community, or this is leading me to this moment? Was there anything that you felt uh, brought brought you to that point? Um, I think while I was in school, I was mm-hmm. very close-minded I thought I was an open-minded person but I feel like I was very close-minded as like in the context of thinking there's only like a few ways you can make it in the in like film like you can start working for a studio or like you can you can like make an independent film and then it gets picked up and like distributed and like that's those are the only ways to success or whatever that's what i thought in film school like there are only right. a few ways you can succeed um but i think after graduating and like having the opportunity to work with lots of talented people on like a, lots of different kinds of short films and feature films 
and just a lot of different things to see so many different people's perspectives, I realized that you know, success is what you make of it. Like if you say today, my, my vision of success is getting out of bed and showering and like you did that, then that's a success. Like, right. mm -hmm. like your success only matters in context to your life. I, I used to think, like when I was in school, I used to think I would only succeed when other people thought I was succeeding. Right. Um, and so I, I used to care a lot, like so, 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 so much. I used to care a lot about what other people thought about me. So much mm -hmm. so that like it was paralyzing. I used to overthink so much about like, oh, am I like if I wear this shirt, like will people think I'm cool or like right. uh, if I wear this A24 shirt to film class, like are people gonna think I'm cool? Um, no. I, no. I okay, yes. so I yes, disclaimer, I do own an A24 shirt. <laughs> I love their movies, so it's fine. Um yeah. it's helping out. But like yes. I don't know, like you you get into that mindset so much of like caring about what people like how people perceive yeah. And it's it's paralyzing because you forget how to be yourself because you're just being this other presentation for like everyone else. Right. It's not really who you are. So I think like it's a mixture of like being postgraduate and in the middle of a pandemic and in the middle of like the end of a relationship and just being by myself has right. been so influential on my life that I've been learning to, you know, create happiness on my own and yeah. really figuring out what makes me happy and what I think succeeding is. And um, I think sometimes you really need to just be away from other people so you can like, find what those things are for you for yourself. And then right. that like, that almost makes it clearer to what you should be doing or like what you want to be doing. So like, that's Definitely. where eccentric artists came from because I was looking within myself and I was like, I feel like I'm not connecting with other people anymore. I miss other people. How do I get that again? And that's how mm -hmm. eccentric artists started. Um, or like, I, I felt like I wasn't like being creative or, you know, I felt like I just didn't have any motivation at all last year, right. as maybe many people did. Um, yeah, no, I was I was a complete uh, turd of a human being. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like everyone has to like go through that phase of taking a step back from everything and just mm -hmm. uh, reevaluating like what matters to you. Right. Going. what matters and what matters to you going forward too mm -hmm. you know I, yeah. I think that's another thing i think as you you go through these motions of of understanding you as an individual and moving forward um for what you want as a as a person um mm -hmm. really influences how you act with other people and how you um create relationships with people um yes. and and from what i'm hearing from you and and you know, my, per my personal experience as well is that it creates stronger relationships. Um, yes. and it, it, creates, like 
it feels mm-hmm. like it's a lot more intentional, you know? Yes. When, when you know why you're doing things and building relationships with people, when you know mm-hmm. why, it's a lot more intentional and it's a lot more fulfilling. Right. Absolutely. So looking forward to the um, the future of eccentric artists, what are some of the goals like for the like knowing this like your own personal growth through um your own individualism and how you're um putting it into this community now what are some of the goals moving forward like do you guys have like these do you have major goals of like oh we want to actually like build this into a larger community where we're actually reaching into other states do you want mm-hmm. to um build it to that you know amount of of uh, viewership or what are your guys's overarching goals for it yeah i think i think um we're when (laughs) so when we talk about the future me Mm -hmm. and all the other board members um actually the other day i asked all all of the board members to make a list of their wildest dreams i wanted them to make a list of their absolute wildest dreams that they could take that they could think of to take eccentric artists on like it doesn't matter if it's like illogical or impractical or whatever i just wanted to know like what their wildest dreams were for the future and we all made lists and it was actually pretty funny because some of our answers all overlapped Um, oh there you go Mm -hmm. and we decided that like okay if we all thought about the same thing in our wildest dreams like maybe we should try and make this happen Mm -hmm. um and i think one of our biggest goals that is coming up i guess i would say is that we want to hold in-person events you know like post-pandemic world right um, when I, when it's safe and okay right. to be around people when again. you could hang out with your friends and not potentially kill your grandmother yes I, like right. i totally, <laughs> totally understand yeah when it when it's safe again I think our biggest goal right now is to start holding in-person events and really building these, like strengthening these relationships that we've been building online so far. Um, and the actually the really cool thing that came out of holding events online is that we've had, you know, people from other states join us. Um, actually, people from other countries join us. Uh, we've had people from Japan, wow. like, some of our some of our meetings and and it feels like the reach is really big online and honestly like holding in-person events i feel like we might be taking a step backwards because it's limiting us to just people in las vegas um because i think this community could be so much bigger than that and maybe in our wildest dreams sometime in the future we could talk about like having different chapters in different states and different cities and stuff like that and i think that's a cool idea to think of like the organization as like this autonomous thing that other people could run like as long as people have the right intentions in their heart and have other people's well-being in mind I feel like you know the options for expansion is like limitless almost yeah absolutely and I I think within that limitless I think you guys will I think you guys will absolutely uh achieve some of these goals and i think you already have um moving forward i think they're just going to be i guess more uh they're just going to be amplified at this point Mm -hmm. um going forward so 
yeah, I completely applaud you guys for everything that you do. And I, I'm just happy that, that you could come on the podcast and, and have a chat with me for a little bit. And I really appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for like having an interest in me and like eccentric artists. And I don't know, I just really appreciate it. It's really nice to talk to another person about like, you know, art and the community and all everything. It's really nice to talk to you about it. Absolutely. And and now I'm going to go burn all of my A24 shirts um, (laughs) because it's too much to handle at this point. (laughs) 